Hello and welcome back to Link City Whispers. Once again, I'm your host, Nick Paris Davis. I, I know I said this last um, episode, but sorry for the inactivity. Um, just wrapped up school, so I was super busy with that. Also, again, this is just kind of a dead period in the NFL right now, so it's hard to uh, really get content out. Um, that being said, with being off school, I'll be able to get on that grind. Uh, weekly uploads. Um, I have some really good ideas for the summer. Super pumped, super excited. You won't want to miss that. Um, then I just want to follow it. will be hit the grind even more. Uh, double uploads per week for maybe triple uh, once the season starts. Um, but I'm super excited. So, uh, today, even though it happened about a month ago, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft and what I think the Bears did. Um, so yeah, let's jump right in. Uh, just as a start, I, I love what Ryan Pace did in this draft. Um, so yeah, I love that. Uh, so we're just going to jump right in with their first pick, David Montgomery. Uh, he was picked third uh, overall. Or not third overall. <laughs> third round, pick 10. Um, they traded up uh, to get him. They gave up a fourth this year and a fifth next year. No, fifth this year, fourth next year. I believe they also got an extra sixth um, or seventh in return. So, first of all, I love the trade up by Ryan Pace. They were starting to get a little bit of a run on running backs. Uh, Miles Sanders been taking a second round. Daryl Henderson just been taken. Um, they talked. They talked to the Bills about trading up, and the Bills were hesitant to trade up. So kind of probably clued him in there. The Bills want to take a running back, and they did. They took um, Devin Singletary right after the Bears. So, props to Pace for going up again his man, and I I love this pick. Um, I, I He was kind of on my short list of players, I, running backs, I'd be comfortable with the Bears taking with their first pick. It was him, uh, Josh Jacobs, who wasn't getting out of round one, but he's on that list. Miles Sanders and Daryl Henderson. Um, and I can't wait for him to go in the system. He had a 4.63 40-yard dash, which isn't very fast, but 4-yard dashes are always, always have the biggest test of speed for the Bears, or for running backs. Um, he is a very good uh, catcher. Uh, he's dual, dual threat running back. Um, I think he played quarterback in high school. But he's a very good pass catcher, and I think that's really what the Bears have been looking for. You saw that when they traded Jordan Howard, uh, signed Mike Davis. Um, and the Bears, they have a three-headed monster now in the backfield with Cohen, Montgomery, and Davis. They're calling it Run DMC, Davis, Montgomery, Cohen. Um, and I'm just super excited to see what he can do. He was first team all Big 12. Um, he was second team all conference in his junior season. Um... And yeah, I, 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 he ran for 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns. Um, he's just a, a really good pass catcher. He's a safe pick. Um, they got him right about where he's supposed to be. Uh, maybe a little bit uh, late. Or, yeah, like late. Some, some analysts even had him as their top running back. His comparison is Kareem Hunt, and we've uh, heard people talk about 
Matt Nagy finding his Kareem Hunt in Chicago. And I think that's a great comparison. Um, obviously, hopefully not the character concerns. He doesn't have any character concerns. Um, he's, yeah, uh, highly talked of. Um, he is an instinctive runner. He's a patient runner. He lets blocks kind of develop before him, which is just really good, especially with how good the Bears' offensive line is. If he lets things develop around him, that's going to be very good. He definitely was ready to be picked day two. Uh, he's he's really he's hard to tackle. I was watching his last. He is shifty. Um, it's gonna be very hard for the defense to tackle him and Cohen. Um, yeah, he doesn't fumble that much. Uh, good blocker. Yeah, I honestly, I he's a very safe pick. Uh, high upside. I think when you just combine him with him, Cohen, Davis, and Nagy, you're going to get good things from him this year. He's top five for offensive rookie of the year, um, bets-wise. I could see it. I think I will have an official stat prediction. I I think he's going to be, he's going to have the most carries um, on the team. I'm pretty confident about that. Cohen's just more versatile. I don't see Davis. You know, we won't really take much carries from him. I think he's going to make a big impact as a rookie, and I'm really excited to see what he can do. So yeah, that pick was awesome. I lo- I'm I'm always okay with Ryan Pace trading up. I trust him. I think it was great to trade up because otherwise they weren't going running back. And running back is just learning position of need. Um. So yeah. Next, their fourth pick was Riley Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley's brother, he's from Georgia. Got him in the fourth round, which was a lot of people are calling a steal. Um, a lot of people have him in the second round third round, definitely day two, and he, he slid to the Bears in the fourth round, they picked him up, um, he ran a 4.58 40-yard dash, which is, this is alright, um, but he is really lauded as, as a route runner, um, and he's a really good route runner, he was getting crazed in the Bears OTAs this week for just his speed, his route running, um, he was one of the guys specifically singled out among everyone as having a really good camp. Um, again, his stat protection was 2-3. to three. Um, he, His comparison is James Jones. Was, I mean, as us Bears fans, we remember James Jones. He's a good receiver, so I'd be very happy with that if he turned out to be James Jones. He's a very, he's a very competitive guy. Uh, just seems to just shoot again in people's faces. He, he's going he's gonna to be a competitor, and he's just going to play well. Um... He's a possession receiver. Just a really, really good route runner. That's like his main strength is route running. Um, there's worries about his quickness, but it was just, there was just reports coming out that um, he that he's a steal of the draft and that he, he could be a steal of the draft and that he um, had just a really good weekend practice, which is awesome. Too. So their next pick... Um, this uh, of the of the picks, um, I had to say, puzzle, I wouldn't say puzzled me the most. I would be less uh, confident in was Duke Shelley, a cornerback from Kansas State, five nine, which is very tall, one thirty seven. Um, yeah, not graded very high. He was graded out as an undrafted free agent. The Bears took him in the sixth round. Um, if 
there was no pro comparison, but immediately when he was drafted, people were saying, oh, he's Bryce, actual Bryce Callahan's replacement. Um, even though Buster Screen was with the Giants. Uh, yeah, he has he has really good ball skills. He can get to the ball a lot. He, that's always where he, he has a knack for the ball, which, which is what Callahan was. Um, he's undersized as a cornerback. Um, he has a high character. He has quickness. He's competitive. Um, the main thing is his size. He's a mismatch. He kind of doesn't have the strength and length. Um, but yeah, uh, of the of the Bears picks, this was I went to my least favorite. This was the one I'm not crazy hyped about. I think give me a solid cornerback. I don't really. I'm not expecting anything special. Oh, from a, maybe a solid special teamer. Um, but yeah, their next pick was Kareth White. Uh, running back from Florida Atlantic, he uh, didn't doesn't have much stats in college because he played behind the guy. He went one pick after David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, and actually the Bears had heavy interest in Devin Singletary. Ultimately, they saw, like David Montgomery more, which I agree with. And he played behind uh, Singletary. That's why he doesn't have any stats that light up the. Page, but he is an insanely, insanely quick guy. And when he gets in the open field, he is next to impossible to catch. I think Nagy is gonna work very hard to get him in space. I think he even said that. Um, but he also says not a one trick pony. Um, yeah, I, the Bears are gonna work to get him into space. And his once he once he hits the open field, he's gone. And he's also a very good returner. He had a lot of kick returns at Florida Atlantic and uh, has a good chance to excel in that area. He, so this honestly, this just helps the Bears in the kick return game even more. I think they have the best return team in the NFL even before this with Cordell Patterson and Tariq Cohen. But now you add in him, I think the Bears' uh, special return team just got a lot, lot more dangerous. Uh, some of his strengths are 10 touchdowns and 144 touches, which is really good. He's tough. He's explosive. Got one-cut talent. Um, has speed. He runs aggressive. Um, hot. Pretty 26 yards for kick returns is very good. Um, yeah, he doesn't have great vision. I think he's just, like I said, he's just going to, now he's just going to work to get him in the open field. He's not going to be a, he's not going to be a Pro Bowl running back. Not be a Pro Bowl returner. He's not going to be a Pro Bowl running back. He's not going to rush for a 1,000 yards, but I think he's just going to be a big play running back, which is, you know, can never have too many of those. Now, this pit, the Bears' last pick, I was a huge, I'm a huge, huge fan of. Uh, Steven Dunmark, a DB from Valdosta State, or Valdosta State, I don't really know. Um, he, it's, a, it's a D2 school, so, uh, you know, always tough to evaluate those guys. But he, um, he switched to defensive back his last year of college. He had been a receiver for his whole career, but then switched to uh, defensive back. And this dude is a freak. He's 6'3", 220, and he, as, as Provo, whole pro day, he ran 4'4", and a 43.5-inch vertical, which is insane. Um, yeah, he's, he's an absolute freak. Um, he's only played the position for a year, 
Um, so he, he's not like amazing at it, but I think he has a ton of potential. He said there's a lot of 6'3 cornerbacks out there, but there's not a lot, or what, 6'3 receivers, but not a lot of 6'3 cornerbacks when you kind of ask about his position switch. Um, he, he talked about Richard Sherman because Richard Sherman's kind of like the same size, also made the sw- switch from receiver to corner kind of late. And also is Chuck Pagano is known for having a, uh, a way with defensive backs. Uh, he worked with Ed Reed in Miami. He got Mike Adams' best like career in, in Indy. I think he has great coaching on him. I think he has a ton of potential. I'm really excited for this pick. I think he can turn out to be really good. At worst, I think he'll be a, a solid special teams player. Um, so he also he also having the receiver uh, receiver experience just kind of gives him the receiver aspect that can help him kind of get into his opponent's head more know what he's gonna do so to wrap a couple of things from this uh draft it's kind of put up or shut up time for Mitchell Trubisky they made the switch from they they picked up a running back to complete the trio who fits nice system with Dave Montgomery that is a good receiver their receiving core is stacked now they also signed Emmanuel Hall who was honestly a receiver from Mizzou I believe who honestly could have been a day two day two pick, uh, definitely early day three. Just some issues, kind of potential character issues, just like work, work ethic issues, causing the fall and just you know random stuff causing people to fall. He fell, but now he's on the team for a roster. Um, Trey Burton ho- just had sports training surgery, so hopefully that uh, uh, help heals his injury and he can be at full strength next year. Uh, Adam Shaheen was mentioned as another guy who was doing well doing OTAs. I think Adam Shaheen, if he has a huge season or good season, the Bears are going to be tough to stop. Also, they signed in another tight end, Dax Raymond, uh, the top undrafted uh, free agent tight end. Um, They also brought in Karius White uh, with the seventh pick, just another weapon for Niantris. He is all the pieces are around Shubisky. It's it's just him time. It's just his time. to, to really just take that next step and a huge he took a stack in year one year two I think uh, being that, been in this offense for a year I think he can really uh, explode the defense uh, wasn't addressed too much I think that means it was comfortable I would have liked them to add another edge rusher the fact that their number one backup is Aaron Lunch is kind of concerning it wouldn't surprise me if they add someone else there's still some good vets out there and lastly uh, just some other notes from minicamp OTAs. The Bears had eight, eight, eight kickers at their rookie minicamp, which is insane. And it, it, Nagy made sure to put the pressure on. After practice each day, whole team lined up around. They had to kick 43-yard field goals. Exactly what Parkley missed. And the first day, six of them missed. Six. That's not good. Um, the number increased the next over a couple days. The last day they had Redford Jones and some guy a name I can't remember. They had him kick field goals back and forth. Whoever missed first, either the offense or the defense, had to had to do uh, up downs, and the offense lost. The offense had to do up downs around, circled around the kicker while he stood there and watched. And that's if that's not pressure, I don't know what is. Um, ultimately, well, even the guy who made it got cut. I heard Nagy was upset that he did a backflip after he made it, so maybe that's why he got cut. Um, but 
Alton has a lot of pressure, so they they're down. They went they went from eight to two. Uh, Elliot Fry and Chris Blewett. Yeah, Chris Blewett is still in the ring. I hope he gets the job. That's just an awesome name. They also traded a conditional seventh round pick to the Raiders, ironically, um, for Eddie Pinheiro, I believe his name is. He was lined up to take the job next year, last year, but then he tore his groin in the preseason. That kind of the season that now they have a good kicker. So it's a conditional seventh. If they release him, they don't have to pay anything. And if he's on the roster for more than five games, that's against seventh round pick in 2021, I believe. And hopefully that means he's good if he's on the roster for five games. Um, so I just good trade to try to get the kicker. Also, they at, at now at OTAs they made the goalpost uh, narrow, narrow, or, which just makes it harder to kick. And there's a lot of pressure. Haven't ha- heard any reports of one guy really pulling away. It's very possible they go into camp with all three. One more OTA note. Um, the Bears switched uh, Daniels to white hair. Uh, Daniels to center and white hair to guard. I'm a huge fan of this move. I wanted it last year. They never did it. These are their natural positions. Yes, white hair was. They were both very good at their positions, but this is their natural position. The main reason they didn't have Daniel at centers, center is they weren't really comfortable with him having to call stuff out. Uh, but now, being in the system for a year and getting, being in the league for a year, he has more of a voice. Uh, he's more comfortable. So, I'm really excited for that. I think this just makes the offensive line this much stronger uh, with white hair at left guard and Daniels with center. Uh, I will get another video. They're not another video. Another podcast up Monday or Sunday before I leave for vacation. I'm going to be um, talking about the top 100 Bears the list of the Bears drops. Also going to their 100 year celebration conference to hopefully have some good uh, stories for you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure to follow on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that. Peace.